Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dirt Don't Hurt Adventures podcast. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm Jesse. And in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the things we check if we haven't used our camping or hiking gear in a while. Like, I put up most of our camping, car camping stuff at the beginning of the summer because we don't camp in the summer. So we do need to recheck it before we use it again in the fall. Yes. Yeah. Some things do get a little funky or expire <laughs> or need some attention yeah um i'd say one thing that you think lasts forever but really doesn't is the dehydrated meals yeah um i did like a tiktok about this a while ago because we have like a bunch of different dehydrated freeze-dried meals by different brands and they all have like very different expiration dates. Like some last 10 years, but some only last like five or three years. And some even less. I noticed um, I was getting ones that were a little more natural ingredients, less um, less sodium, sodium <laughs> things like that. And uh, yeah, I, I thought they'd last longer and then I didn't realize that's probably what preserves it. So some of them I felt like, Oh, yeah, I'll have these for next time. And then they expired. Uh, I had a mashed potato one expire on me, and I was devastated. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, like, it was really expired. I thought it was like a 10-year one, and it was only, a, I think, a three-year one. And it was very much past the expiration date. And I was, I really wanted to eat it. <laughs> I'm kind of bad about saving them for, like, oh, I'll save this for next time. Me too. And then, yeah. Then, then it's they no get, good. Then they expire. Hmm. <laughs> Um, another big one is bear spray. Yeah. So that has an expiration date. That's a good one. And, um, as far as I know, it could possibly go past the expiration date, but it might not shoot out or it might not shoot as far. Yeah. It doesn't lose its potency. It just, it's, if it says on the can, like it'll spray 40 feet. If it's past the expiration date, maybe it's only going to spray 10 feet. Or maybe not at all. I or imagine, at all, yeah. <laughs> imagine it's similar to uh, any kind of aerosol can that sits for a while. Exactly. Um, so that's definitely one I feel like we keep an eye on because One you time know- we were going to go hiking and Josh was like, did you know these have expiration dates? And I was like, no, I did not. And they were like, both expired. We had to scramble to get new bear sprays for our hiking trip because we weren't going to be in bear country, and it just makes me feel better to have them. So, um, yeah, we had to do a quick order. Yeah, we've never had to use it. No, but I no. definitely don't want to carry it around all day if it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. I guess you could throw it at a bear if you had to. Possibly. Um, and then also along the same lines is the um. The fuel canisters for uh, like a butane stove, backpacking stove, or the propane canisters, Mm -hmm. they can – it's hard to remember sometimes how much is left in those. Yeah, it is. And one trick is you can actually Google the weight full and the weight empty. Nice. And if you have a kitchen scale, you can just kind of throw it on there. And catch the weight 
I feel like that's like the easiest way. I know there are other ways to like you can like put it in water and see how much it floats or you can pour hot water and there's all these different things to do. But I feel like weighing it is like just the simplest thing to do. Yeah. Also, I saw I think JetBoil makes makes one, but maybe other companies make them uh, a digital thing. You actually like twist into the fuel canister and then it tells you how much fuel. Oh, that's neat. Is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen some people actually rig up something where they can transfer fuel from one to another. So you could top off one. I don't know much about that. So I would definitely research that if you were going to yeah, do I it. Yeah, I feel like that would make me a little nervous to do that. I usually bring a new one and an old one and then run the old one till it's gone. I feel like I have like three or four that are almost completely empty and then like two that are brand new and I'm never sure which is which and I forget the to weigh them. So yeah, that's a great idea is just to Google the weight and weigh them so you know what you're working with. Yeah. I love that. Another thing is if you have a shell jacket, like a water or a rain resistant jacket rain jacket um not a true rain jacket because some of those are actually waterproof yes um some of the i know the gore-tex ones can be but anything that has been treated to be water repellent sometimes that they that breaks down and degrades and you have to retreat it mm-hmm. and we use a product called nick wax that makes different yeah, I have like a couple of them. I have one that is like to re-waterproof your jacket or gear. And then I have one that is to prolong the life of it if you need to wash it. I think they even make like a spray. You can spray on like your tent and stuff too. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. So those tend to break down and, you know, you want to make sure they are good to go because they get soggy. Like when the repellent wears off. You're out in the rain, and it actually kind of, like, leaches the water into the material. (laughs) And then the jacket, like, clings to you. Yeah. (laughs) Not fun. Uh, That's something I'm bad about. I never realize it till it's raining and my stuff is soaking wet. I will do it right after this episode. Oh, good. Because um, I know we are absolutely due to re-waterproof all of our stuff. Yeah. I will do that after this. And similar to that, this is more a thing for you. I generally don't really need the repellent in my oh. clothes, <laughs> uh, like like bug repellent. There's um, there's some kinds that you can. I use op- permethrin on everything. Apply to your clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I need it. Yeah, the the bugs like absolutely destroy me. So I do my socks and pants and a few of my hiking shirts. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't really need that. No. I, I'm not big on that. Um. Because mosquitoes don't really bite me no, for they some don't. reason. <laughs> Lucky you. Good to have for ticks, but uh, yeah. So that's one you want to keep up with if you do get attacked by all the. Yeah, because it's only good creepy- for so many washings and for a certain time period. But we did a whole episode on that, so go back and listen to our um, bug deterrent episode. Yeah. Um, it's also good to go through your first aid kit. This is a really good one, and I do try to keep up with this, and I don't. I don't buy a whole new first aid kit. I just kind of replace the things in it. So if something's like well past expiration date, then I'll just go to the local pharmacy and, you know, fill it back up. (laughs) Yeah, that's one that, you know, if you don't really hopefully use it all the time. 
Yeah. So you don't think of all the things in there possibly expiring. It's true. But uh, yeah, definitely want to keep up with that. Uh, same with toiletry bags, anything like that, shower bags. Um, not everything in there, but there's some things you probably just want to make sure they haven't expired. Or if you got any kind of like wipes or something in there, if they sometimes they dry up. Yeah, and absolutely. Not good anymore. I've even had like a conditioner kind of like, I guess I didn't put the cap on all the way and it like got hard. And when I went to use it, I was like, oh no, <laughs> what happened? So yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> and same with sunscreen. Sunscreen has an expiration date. I guess that's not very effective after that. Yes, and you absolutely. you can't tell really by. You'll know when you're burnt. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I used to leave it in my truck for like a couple years and had no idea that it probably just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Josh would come home like bright red and he's like, I put sunscreen on like all day. I don't understand. And it expired like five years ago. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe it has something to do with this. <laughs> and also any kind of battery devices or USB charging devices or even the like external battery packs, they tend to, uh, you know, they won't always hold a charge forever. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure they're going to work. A uh, good example of that is <laughs> I had a USB headlamp because I like the idea of being able to charge the headlamp off an external battery rather than carry a whole bunch of batteries with me. Um, and it would turn on, but it would die after like two or three minutes. And I didn't know this. It would say it was fully charged. I'd turn on, it would turn on. And I ended up being uh, pretty deep in the woods. <laughs> and it was dark out. <laughs> Backpacking. Yeah, and uh, and it didn't work. It worked yeah. for about a minute. Um, so you definitely want to kind of make sure these things still work. I feel like some of that stuff, if it doesn't get used a lot, it kind of starts to fail easier. You want to make sure you use it, run it till it dies, and mm-hmm. then charge it. And also, if you if you have one that uses batteries, like a double A or triple A, um, when you go to put it away for the season, or you're not going to use it for an extended period of time, take those batteries out because you don't want the battery to go bad and leak battery acid all in you know your headlamp, and it could p- potentially ruin it. But like, yeah, take the batteries out if you're going to put it away for a while. Yeah, I'm kind of bad with that. Yeah, too. me too. <laughs> um. Then some other things we check, uh, you definitely want to check any tents that might have been sitting for a while. Yeah, they get really musty. Yeah, it's good to air them out and make sure nothing's dry rotted or seams are wearing out. And some of those also uh, you treat to keep waterproof. So I even, I treat it for the bugs as well. Because it's safe to use that permethrin, Sawyer's permethrin spray. It's safe on the, your gear. Oh, okay. Where DEET is not, it'll eat it. And uh, also with the tent, uh, check your zipper. Make sure your zipper is working properly. Oh, yeah. That can be frustrating. Yes. <laughs> yes, That's it can. So <laughs> um, yeah. And then it's good to just kind of air it out. Make sure there's no funk or mold, anything growing in there. Um same with coolers and things like that. They can get kind of funky. Yeah. Especially if you leave them outside or in a garage. Mm-hmm. You live in a kind of humid area. Yeah, I might want to wipe them out or hose them out. Yeah. I feel like that goes with like your coolers. 
Um, and I have like a, a, it's like a container you, you hold water. I don't even know the specific name of it, but um, you might want to wipe those out as well. If you're getting ready to store, you know, you're drinking water in it and you haven't used it in a while. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And also um, water filters, uh, like the little Sawyer minis we use. Mm-hmm. Um, they should, I think you told me you should run water through them before you use them if they've been sitting. Yes, it's recommended on their site. If you haven't used it in a while and it's just been sitting there, go ahead and kind of just flush it out before you use it again. Okay, that makes sense Mm because it might have some... Yeah, if it's been sitting there for, you know, months and months and you haven't used it, you definitely want to go ahead and give it a flush. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's something you want to make sure it's working because I have had them clog up. Yeah, yeah, and that you don't want to be on the trail and need water and then you... Your filter's not working properly. And they have a whole video on their site on how you can probably properly flush your water filter out. So I actually recently just did ours because I was like, when is the last time I did this? Yeah. <laughs> you want to do it when you get back from your trip, too. Yeah, always used clean it, it out. Yeah. Yeah. But and, do it before, too. And they go for a while. I mm-hmm. know mine's pretty. It's been around for a while. And it's yeah. Still, I haven't got sick, so I think it works pretty Yay. Nice. <laughs> uh, same goes with water bladders. They get real funky. Ugh, yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> I feel like they get so funky, I kind of stop fooling with them because I feel like if you can't keep cycling water through it daily, it just gets... I've seen people do different things. I saw one person keeps them in the freezer. I was um, doing that for a little while, but we just don't have the freezer space, to be honest with you. I know they're small and flat, but like... We just don't have the room for that. Yeah. I I never really got into that. I tried a couple times. Um, I don't know. They're just, I feel like you have to kind of break them apart at all the little, at the valves and you got to keep the hoses clean. For me, the hoses got the funkiest. Yeah. Um, I just recently discovered one um, that I missed and haven't cleaned in a while. And I'm like, do I dare try to even clean this? It's so disgusting. Or should I just get like, it's really the tube. I'm like, do I just need to order a new tube or should I? I'm going to try to clean it, but I, I hate cleaning those things. You can replace the tubes <laughs> and valves and stuff pretty easy. Like I, I tear up the bite valves pretty quickly. Yeah. I end up like somehow like chewing through yep. them. I guess I <laughs> too. bite too hard on them. <laughs> um, so you, you can get, you can usually replace all those, you know, if you get, kind of like a name brand one you can usually get all the parts yeah for them and hoses and anything like that but definitely i kind of found that for hiking and backpacking it's convenient but it just it ended up being too much to clean it's kind of hard to beat for biking because um or maybe more so mountain biking if you're road biking you could probably reach and grab a water bottle off your bike but um Mountain biking is nice to have, mm-hmm. but as far as hiking and stuff, it just became more effort for me to clean. So Agreed. <laughs> keep using. Um, and also, uh, it's good to check any packs, like backpacks or anything you're going to have significant weight in. Uh, make sure nothing's... Hopefully you can keep it in like conditioned space or something, but if it's in a garage or shed or something, just want to make sure nothing's dry rotted, um, any of the straps or anything. I mean, if you have 
20 to 30 pounds in it and you get where you're going and the dry rotted strap just breaks. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a strap once and it wasn't dry rotted, but like it, it got really worn and there was only like a few threads holding it together. And I was like, oh gosh, that's not good. I think it's time I replaced my pack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you figure they, they do take a beating and, um, Mm -hmm, definitely. Fortunately, (laughs) we've never been anywhere where one's falling apart on us, but. No, knock on wood. Sure, if we do it enough, <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, and also with uh, us, now that we use a rooftop tent a lot for car camping, um, other than the usual airing it out, uh, the mattress mattress we actually keep in the house. Yeah, I bring that in if we're not going to be using it for a while. Um just because I don't know about the rest of the country, but we live on the eastern shore of Maryland, and we have stink bugs here, and they're, t- I mean, they just get into every nook and cranny. And I was leaving the mattress in it in our garage. And when we went to open it one day to use it, they were like, oh, these stink bugs. I was like, nope. <laughs> so I started bringing the mattress in when we weren't going to be using it as frequently. So, yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, we, um, it's also good to check all the, the mounts. Um, on like the roof rack of your car and where the tent mounts to the rack. Yeah. Um, kind of tighten everything up. Yeah. Make sure nothing's loose or, you know, you don't want to be driving down the road and 130 pound tank. No, the top of your car. <laughs> that's my worst fear. When we first got that thing, I was just looking up at like through my sunroof, like for hours at it. And I'm like, is it still there? Is it moving? <laughs> yeah. Also, um, this is the kind of interesting one that I never really thought about, but I was actually reading somewhere or saw in another video. Um, people were saying, like, if you're going on any long trips, get yourself checked out. Oh, that's <laughs> a good point. Like, you don't want to have a cavity and end up with a toothache. Yeah. You know, if you're on a long trip or have some crazy thing happening. Yeah, if you have some health you thing you've been, about. like, putting off. Maybe go ahead and get that taken care of before you go away and you're in another state or country. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. As someone who gets sick, probably thirty percent of the times we go on a trip. <laughs> yes, you do. I could only imagine uh, having something worse than your common cold, strep throat, fever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Would not be fun, especially if it was preventable. Exactly. That's so a really good one. Check yourself too. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But that's our main list of things we kind of check. Oh, you have something else? I do. And this one you probably wouldn't have thought of because I always handle our kitchen bin. I And even though I try to check this often, I still will probably forget something. I usually forget olive oil for cooking. Like go through your bin to make sure you have like your spices or cooking oils, pot holders, towel, like just random things you wouldn't really think of. Um, I try to always... Like, and when we run out of something, I try to replace it, but sometimes I forget. And usually that item is cooking oil for some reason. I always forget cooking oil. So check your kitchen bin. Make sure you have your staples in there that you would need to cook with. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I will probably still forget olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> I should just go ahead and put a sticky note on top of it. Like, did you pack the olive oil? Yeah, it's not fun trying to cook something. 
no. their campsite without spoil. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, check all your gear. Just check everything is what we're saying. <laughs> At least the important things. So yeah, just I've... give them a once over. You know, maybe a couple things need a little more attention than that. But yeah, if you haven't used your stuff in a while, just check it out. Yeah, and you can definitely prevent a lot of it by just taking care of your gear in the first place. Like exactly, air your tents out when you get home. Mm-hmm. You know, empty. Yeah. We kind of usually when we get right in from a trip, I feel like we pretty immediately throw our clothes like right in a washer mm-hmm. and we have a screen and porch out back and we put all our yeah we air out all of our gear out there bags, tents everything just to before we put it away yeah i do try to kind of go through the kitchen bin to see you know like oh did i use all the salt or pepper and try to replace things um you know like i said we don't always remember but we really do try yeah. <laughs> so hopefully this little like checklist will help you as well yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, same here. Check it all. It's basically what we're saying. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, shoot us an email at dirtdonthurtadventures at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out our Patreon and Amazon storefront. We have all social media, everything, basically. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. See ya. Thank mm-hmm. you.